Um, but anyway, what I was saying was like, I want to go because if you ever you've been to Staples a lot, like they always have like a f- huge sale on their chairs. I mean, I feel like it's a it's a markup though. Yeah, uh, well, because those are like a luxury item. Like people aren't just gonna buy those randomly, you know. Every time I go, it's like a four hundred dollar chair is on sale for like sixty bucks. I'm like, ooh. I got like a Walmart chair that was like originally sixty for twenty bucks or something. I'd love to get those ones that are like silent roller ones though. Like they have rubber wheels. Man, one and time get those for here, so we can kind of move around and, and do shit. Because I, I, if I get up, I have to lift the entire seat up and move backwards. I like really looked into um, expensive office chairs once, and there was this one like company. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, could you imagine spending like that much money? How how dank that would be. Yeah. I kind of want to get one of those uh, gaming chairs that fucking they recline all the way back. Yeah. I was always trying to get Joel sold on one of those, and he's like, those are dumb. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I think it's Some because a lot of streamers have them, and, like, the chat makes fun of them, and Joel's just... I, I think they're rad. I mean, who cares? They're just jealous because they can't afford them. I like a I good mean, chair. They're, they're awesome. Some of them have speakers in them, too. Yeah. They're just fucking rad. I'm a man who enjoys a good seat, so... Same. Um... But that and like, didn't you say there's a place that just sells vintage furniture or like used furniture or whatever? Like they have like tables and shit. Yeah. Um, uh, Goodwill. Yeah, Goodwill. There's like a place. There's just, a few other ones too. Did you say there's like Habitat for Humanity or Goodwill or something like Habitat that? Habitat for Humanity has uh, like leftover building materials that they were going to use when they built the, the houses for humanity. Really? So <laughs> you can get like, like super cheap lumber and, and and like material there, like nails and shit for well, cheap because it's leftovers, and then that it's all all the proceeds go. Back to the... The you know. foundation or whatever. Yeah. Foundation, I mean. The foundation. Fun, foundation. It's fun. If you look right here, you're actually supposed to mount this one. Oh, like So, edge. like, if you got a table, I would, like, drill it in and then actually have it so it's right. there forever. Well, I think uh, my sister um, got, like, this small little recliner for, like, five bucks. Really? <laughs> yeah, you get some Where killer at? deals if you're just like looking. Good little? Good little, probably. Oh, jeez. I always see those like those old furniture stores in Redlands, and I'm like, oh, I know, this is like an old person owns it, and then like when you go in there, like, oh, how much is that? And like, oh, that's like eight hundred dollars. It's eight hundred dollars because it's possessed. And it all looks stupid too. It looks like it all looks like old dumb antiques that I don't want. So yeah, yeah like Doc's house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What talk about? I mean, that's like a, a real world example of someone with no taste but a lot of money. Buying just the stupidest, most He's useless kind of like shit, and our, I buy a lot of stupid, useless shit. So our I know. modern version of like uh, William Randolph Hearst, where like his house is just eclectic as fuck. But like R- William Randolph Hearst was just like a billionaire, so it didn't matter. But like for him, it's like I don't know. I would every like where you look in, in Doc's house, it would be like a gargoyle statue, and then like there's some kind of like Greek mythology like statue, and then over here there's a random jazz band that he claims. All four pieces where they're, they're like they're made of marble or something like that. Sounds like a goddamn nightmare. And everything has a story too. Yeah, and everything has a long story. Like for instance, that took us two days. I felt like we could have done it in one day, but he would he kept walking us through his house, and, and when we would move shit, he'd be like, "Oh, be very careful with that. That's actually funny how I got that. We got that over here, and we were in uh, Venezuela or something like they had like a story for everything. I'm like, shut the fuck up and pay us, which they didn't do. What? So okay, it would have been cool if he would have. Start popped off with a story like Indiana Jones style. Yeah, like well, I was in the tomb. <laughs> he he kind of did that. Where except for you know how Indiana Jones only tells people about like the uh like him actually digging. He doesn't right. tell them about like shooting people or like the boulders <coughs> or like the Indian tribes kind of running after him. He's just like, yeah, I invented a, a, a special surfboard that like they they don't make anymore. And then Robert looked it up, and it's like they still make it, and it's like the worst surfboard you could buy. <laughs> and he also didn't invent it. So. Yeah, <laughs> he was probably there while the other guy made it, and he's like, oh wow, cool, like uh, Goodwill Hunting status. Stupid. Oh, speaking of Indiana Jones, if you guys have 
Amazon Prime and the streaming. You can stream Indiana Jones for free. Ooh. You can pretty much stream any movie for free. That's I cool. also own that on Blu-ray, though. So. Well, it's true, but like, what if you're at, like, I don't know, Grandma's house or something? You have to stream something. Grandma doesn't have internet, so. I have 30 gigs a month. So, Sick. so. Like, I can watch a movie. I can afford to burn that cash. Well, you know what, dude? I just won't go to Grandma's. How about that? <laughs> that was just a fucking... <laughs> it wasn't anything to do with Grandma. Yeah, fuck Grandma. <laughs> No, I mean, we had that argument yesterday. Bitch, get I was Wi-Fi. Like, bitch, why don't you have Wi-Fi yet? Like, I mean, I didn't say that to her, but I was talking to Rob. I was like, why does she not have Wi-Fi? And he's like, well, like, why would she need it? I'm like, all she does is gossip. Like that, the internet is the ultimate gossip machine. And for someone who sits there on a corded ten foot phone, dude, if I knew how to make long, apps, I'd make old lady Facebook, where like old maid Facebook, where just old single old women can just talk be, mad shit on each you other. Have to register your driver's license and your age, and you have to be sixty years older, and all you do is talk shit on your grandkids and your yeah, your and all the like all your grandkids have to check in with you like a couple times a year and and sign in and acknowledge it's called Mima like. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus Christ, uh, that's a money maker. Except for no one would know how to log in; they'd forget their passwords. Like, it <laughs> uh, something came up. Uh, uh, private messages would be like you see those like those uh, fail Facebook posts all the time, where it's like a grandma messaging like gossip to her. Her and her it's just knee, on someone. her wall where everyone can. It's see on it. the wall, and she's like, uh, "Grandma, everyone can see that." And she's like, "Oh no, how do I delete it?" <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Was uh, where the kid uh, there's a post where they named their baby after like during the Standing Rock protest or whatever, and the old lady's like, "I named my son Chad." Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> As if she was supposed to respond to it. Yeah, that's like name is Chad. That's that. Like that's nice. Uh, what was the? He's like, "I'd like a piece of that lasagna or something like that." And he's like, "That's my daughter." No, it was <laughs> like, "This is my daughter." He's like, "That looks like a burnt piece of lasagna." He's like, "That's my daughter." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like one now, of those, for uh, now on Jacob just will randomly like that's my daughter. <laughs> it's like one of those uh, 3D sonograms that they have now. So yes, you can see your your unborn child in 3D. Christ, dude, have yeah, science it's, it's gone too far? But, like, as someone who will probably be a father, like, everybody will be eventually, I guess, unless you are barren and choose not to. Like that's pretty popular nowadays. But uh, like we watched <laughs> Idiocracy, remember? They're like, no, we're going to wait. The economy isn't right. And then, like, it just progressively gets worse. See, I don't want to contribute one of the idiocracy-type people, like, so I'm trying to cut off our bloodline as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to contribute to that downfall. Well, some people care about global warming. Some of the other people that we saw on Christmas are already doing that. It's, yeah. Uh, if you just if you really analyze that scene and you look at, like, a, idiocracy like a family tree. is just like a, a family get-together at yeah. our house. <laughs> it's also like dad was like I got some podcast material for you like, oh just text me about like our family drama I was like dad you guys keep bragging about the podcast we can't talk about those people on the podcast like also I love that it's like on mom's they, side that's a podcast like, that has a market of exactly one person dad he's like oh man they're talking shit on people like <laughs> or he'll, he'll just be watching Fox News and he'll be like hey talk about that on, on your podcast I'm yeah, like why great. they just talked about it on the news it's like dude we don't have any listeners first of all second of all <laughs> we have 34 the listeners we day. don't have would not give a shit about fucking I don't think whatever to hear about, Fox News uh, bullshit Fox News yeah or maybe she does I don't know but uh she also saw La La Land, by the way. Is La La Land was good. Uh, um, it's a nice segue, my dude. Oh, well, first, well, I mean, well, I'm going to get into that in the, in the end, because obviously Bryce hasn't seen it. Which nope. Are you into musicals at all? No. Is any dude? I mean... I don't think anyone is. It's like the only other one I can think is like, I like The Nightman Cometh from... Uh, yeah, that's the, really not a musical. 
I mean, it's a musical I mean, it episode, is, but... uh, and then Rocky Horror Picture Show. But just because it's weird, like well, then the no, but the music's really good. And the, yeah, too. and the songs are kind of cool in that. That's like weird seventies, like post punk glam rock. Why is the microphone shaking so much? I don't know. Which one, yours? Yeah. Oh, it's probably because it's it's bent and the weight's causing it to go up. And I down. feel like it, it only bends when I talk to it. Like, is that real? Our hello. <laughs> Do you have mind powers though? There it goes again. Oh, maybe it's really... Are you typing on the computer? Okay. I don't think it would affect it at all. It's got a shock mount on it. Oh, wait. Oh, oh. It's the cord. Yeah. All right. Your foot... Okay. Sweet. Mystery solved. Yeah. Uh, No visuals for anyone, so they were like, what are they doing? (laughs) About time to start this podcast. But no one that is listening was like, what? Yeah. Oh, no. Also, uh, whoever's listening in like 2024 and they're like, oh, these guys are famous now for their podcasting skills is going to be like, why did I decide to listen to this from start to finish? Because this is garbage in the early seasons. The early years were shit. Yeah. <laughs> I also like my grandkids will be like, oh, Grandpa Bill had a podcast. He talks <laughs> about jerking off a lot and like shitting his pants and movies. Oh, man. Like, and now it's on the Internet. Right, <laughs> <laughs> L- listen to this one. Like. <laughs> So that's why you don't have children, because then... I, to, uh, I told the story about how I uh, I was coming home and Rob held the door open for me when I had to almost <laughs> shit my pants. And it's like, Grandpa, no! He's like, speaking of which, I need a change. Like, it's, um, it's while you're here. While you're visiting. <coughs> I changed your diapers once. I hate when people say that, by the way. Like, Tammy will be like, you know, I used to change your diapers, and I was like, okay. And then yeah. I was like, next time, next time you tell her, did you get a good look? <laughs> and I was like, like okay. Like... <laughs> At the shit or I don't know. <laughs> I, I wonder like, are you talking about my dick or my shit or my ass? Or the shit that was covering my dick and my ass, like <laughs> so Well that was uh I mean this is gonna be one of our better episodes. I can already I tell. can already feel <laughs> it. I can't wait for people to start donating to us. It's just a money piece episode today. Uh, donating happiness, like I don't know. I'd love some tweets. I used to get those in Donate good, because I was more vibes. active on Twitter. I uh I realize that it's like the the place to be if people are into like podcasts and shit like that. Like I just uh, Twitter, like I can't. I, well, here's the thing: when I have like something witty to say, I post it on Facebook, and then I go, "Oh, I'll, I should post that to Twitter too." And yeah, feels stupid. I'm like, wait, no. If someone catches me, they'll call me out. Every like, once in a while, I'll post something on Facebook, and I'm like, "Oh, that's kind of a tweet." Like I could have tweeted that, I guess. Yeah, but uh, it's good that we both have the Instagram now. Uh, I was gonna post something about La La Land. I was like, I feel like Robert probably had more to say, good or bad, about it. So. That Probably, episode. but uh, yeah, we'll just start with movies real quick. Um, I can't get the uh, internet to connect on the laptop, but I was gonna bring up my letterbox. But um, Fun. I finished that Kevin Hart special. Uh, it got way better at the end, by the way. Of course it, it did. Like, yeah, like he he tells stories about how, like um, he was watching The Conjuring with his family or whatever, and it, it it's, it's really funny. And then like how his wife has a shitty sense of humor, and she bought him a flashlight, and he didn't know, and it was like at the airport. It, it's actually it gets pretty good. Like huh. I was pleasantly surprised. Like the opening, I think it it might it's have been burn. that he was in a football stadium too, and it was throwing me off that in the back of his special there was like pictures. I like didn't visual like aids, yeah. That's I him. actually didn't like that. The the best form of comedy is when the person like overacts and you still get the picture. Like uh, someone who's really good at that would be like Tom Segura. We gotta figure like, the whole the whole stadium is full of people and it's like they're not all gonna be able to see him but they yeah. can at least get some kind of show. It's actually pretty smart. I just, I don't no, really yeah, like it. That's, that's gotta be fucking nerve-wracking too. Sure, like, yeah. How, that's gotta be like what, 13,000 people at least? 
Probably more than that, depending on the stable. Well, like how? Because I went to the stable center and holds thirteen thousand. We we know that because we went to um, the LCS thing and it sold out. Also, usually people people um, at his like at his level of like celebrity usually stop doing stand up comedy and just start doing easy movie roles for money. And he still does he like does both, so. he goes out and still does stand up. So I respect that a lot. Like no, yeah, he he does like one every two years, which is good, and that's. But I would imagine that's all you can do if you're a full time comedian and a full time actor. Cause, yeah. Like he did Central Intelligence, that uh, other movie, and then uh, with Ice Cube, the uh, they're doing Jumanji now. Yeah. Or wait, is he in that, or is it just The Rock? I think him <laughs> and The Rock are in it, which is why I want. I actually, you were I saying think you, Jack Black is in it. I don't think I don't Ooh. think Kevin Hart's in the the new J- Jumanji. I just realized. It'd be funny if he was. I like Kevin, Kevin Hart. Hart. I don't I feel know like why, uh, him did, and The Rock are, are going to be in something else soon, though, right? Uh, Kevin Hart's in Jumanji. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that might be what it is. Well, you know how I know that? Because they always have, like, their version of Vines on Instagram. Where yeah, yeah, together, okay. Which I always think those are funny. Because they know. just talk shit on each other. Also, like, there's a lot of hate for people that are just positive, and he's, like, really positive, and so is The Rock and all that. I'm like, no, that's good. Like, I people, can appreciate that. Yeah. People need that shit. Um, I'm a little... I mean, they're just... It's it, they're just too, it's just too much of them right now. Like, they're just I, all yeah, over the I place. Agree. I, I kind of feel that way about Chris Pratt now too, where it's just like I really like his, like when he was in Star when he was Star Lord, but like Jurassic World is just an okay movie and and Passengers was awful. Yeah, and it's like I oh didn't yeah, watch the whole thing. I used was to be just cool. Like there. Um, so he he needs to do like a like a low key like crime thriller or something to like win back some respect. Uh, Kevin Hart performs in front of a crowd of fifty thousand people. Yeah, can you imagine the because you learn that when you're in like the record industry, which a comedian technically is because they sell their own record or whatever, like you make more money off of touring than you do off of uh, actually selling iTunes shit. So can you imagine how much he made off of just that one show? And uh, to film a special, they do four or five different shows. So he must have done that same set four or five times. So got paid all four or five times. Oh, it's the fucking field for the Eagles. Yeah. (laughs) In Philadelphia. Exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Christ. That's uh, fuck. I couldn't. I can't imagine going. Right. Well, I guess. Well, you have to. You once have you to, get past like a thousand people, who gives a shit, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to think too. And like, he's also already everybody loves him. Yeah, like 50, you wouldn't sell people. out a fifty thousand stadium if people like didn't love you. So well, it's fifty thousand, including the seats in the field. So yeah, minus about. Well, then like he always him and um, there's another uh, like Dave Chappelle would always have like celebrities there too. So like it's got to be like I don't know. Uh, uplifting like oh lebron james is in the audience right now and he's laughing his ass off and like yeah, he's the biggest like sports name at, like next to michael jordan and all that and kobe so mm-hmm. like i would i would use that as a confidence booster uh i thought that was good if i had to rate the special it's like i don't know two and a half three stars his uh one before that was way funnier maybe you could just show us the good parts later yeah <laughs> which uh, just seems cheap but it's like well no yeah <laughs> my then, time my time is limited i watched moana and i loved it at first and now that i'm looking back at it i'm like it was too short only the i lo- i really loved um the you're welcome song and then none of the other songs i didn't like at all yeah same i i'm not really convinced on that lin-manuel miranda guy yet like I think he's kind of Hamilton guy. Yeah, because he wrote the songs for that, and his songwriting style is kind of annoying. Yeah, I, and I also like we talked about this the the dude from the new what's the New Zealand people uh, or Australian the um, they're like comedians but they play guitar. Oh, uh, the Flight of the Concords. Yeah, I don't like them at all. Yeah, I can't and stand. He those was guys. like the crab guy in that movie, and I didn't like that. Oh, okay, dude, that's weird because that whole time I was just like, this part sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> like. I don't uh, know. I, yeah, th- I don't like those guys at all. 
No, and I have friends that like like are diehard fans. Like, although uh, I do love the I don't I I I think the guy he like directs their show or or directed their show back in the day. He's a good director. Who did the um uh fuck I can't remember and the guy was in it too the vampire movie uh, what, what we, we do in shadows on. that's a oh, really yeah. fucking good movie and then the same guy did that hunt for wilder people which I watched recently the and that movie's him amazing and those actresses they're funnier when they're not in their own roles which yeah. is like. Uh, cause they're in Portlandia too at some point and they're funny well, Dude, what we do in shadows is fucking cool. Cause it's like super dark and goth, yet. but like also funny. Like it's really good. Um, it's very like, I don't know. Like I, it's just good. Well, yeah. So with Moana, uh, just to run through it really quickly, I was like, Oh, this is cool. Took way too long for her to actually leave the Island. That was annoying. The grandma scene was really good. I liked that. That got me uh, choked up. Yeah. But that bit. was just like the fucking tree in Pocahontas. Yeah, well, like, and it was like the tree in Pocahontas. It was like a uh, lion King. It was like, it like was they like, all have the same yeah. fucking, like narrative structure. So it was good, but I was like, all right, well I've seen this before. And then, um, I really liked the, the chicken and the pig. Yeah, uh, hey, hey, and those were cool character like, yeah. designs and like. And the, the coolest part of the movie was like in the beginning too, where like the little coconut monsters. I was like, this is rad. Like, <laughs> I like that a lot. And coconut monsters. Yeah, there's like these little co- uh, coconut guys, which I I want to imagine they're making fun of like minions or something like that. Um, Good. <laughs> yeah, and they're like I don't know. There's like a pirate ship. So I tried to watch that minions movie. I remember, I remember I got like two minutes in or something, and I was like, okay, no, this is bad. This is terrible. Yeah, I can't take those squeaks for too much. I do want to see the new Despicable Me just because of the Michael Jackson villain. Or maybe uh, I'll just torn it and watch yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, I might, like, watch the... Speedwatch. If you torn it, yeah, I might, like, skip around, but... Um, so, yeah, that the movie was way too short, too. Like, I was telling Rob the other day, uh, if you ever watch it, like, he, he gets, like, his, his weapon back, and then, like, he blocks an attack from, like, the main bad guy, and... Uh, it cracks it, and then I was like, "Oh, like now what? Are the, now what? They're like, what are we gonna do?" And then they split up, like in every movie, where like the two best friends hate each other for a little bit. And then I looked at the time on the movie, and I was like, "There's eight minutes left." And like, yeah, I, I also credits. had that moment where I was like, "Oh, this is almost over." Like, yeah. So like right when that happens, I was like, "Oh, it was like eleven minutes." I was like, "There's eleven minutes left," and like I I skipped forward. I was like, "Okay, so there's three minutes of credit." So there was like literally eight or nine minutes left. I was like, "Compare that fuck? to like Milan or like The Lion King or even Toy Story." Like those movies seem like they're really. And people at work were like, "Well, yeah, it's a kids movie." I'm like, "Yeah, but like there's a lot of long kids movies. Like I feel like Finding Nemo is pretty long, and like so is Lilo and Stitch and all those Cars is it felt long to me." Yeah, because Cars is bad though. <laughs> so. <laughs> But uh, so yeah, that movie uh, it was all right. I like, like I said, I liked The Rock a lot in that movie. Uh, his character was cool. The chick who played Moana did a really good job, but nothing else in that movie really captured me. So, um, you know, what was a better movie than that was uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. I have that, but I haven't watched it yet. Those guys, like all their movies, are fucking great. Like the Box Trolls was great, and Paranorman and Coraline. Those movies are amazing. So. Get on that shit. And yeah, watch uh, I've seen the box trolls. I think that's box trolls Frost, is cool. Right? Uh, maybe I don't remember. I think he's in it. Um, that style anim. Oh, that's what I told you before. The dude who does the animation and art for that uh, went to our school. Yeah, Dallas. yeah, you told me that. So he's, he was my neighbor too. Really? Or yeah, it's, uh, his parents live next to me. Ah, at my old house. Can we interview that guy? Like, I, no I doubt I, he I would have the time. <laughs> I haven't talked. They sit there and fucking film a five minute scene for months. It's like so. I have to take a shot every three seconds, dude. Like, I don't have time for that shit. Because well, he did the, he did some work on Osmosis Jones, which was fucking lit back in the day. <laughs> yeah, and we do. We used to watch that. The, that the show's pretty good. Cartoon, too. yeah, the show and all the time. The Iron Giant, which still to this day, 
Springsteen, dude. Yeah, Iron Giant's like a cult classic. Like, I don't know if you really know the background on Iron Giant, but when it came out, nobody went to go see it, so it was like a huge bomb, and they couldn't really sell toys because it's like a serious movie. I'm gonna take a bathroom break. Keep talking. Oh man. See, you should have just left. Now you now you put too much pressure on me. Yeah, uh, just talk about the Iron Giant. Anyway, We're Iron Giant. About the Iron Giant. So, uh, talk about Zootopia. I haven't seen it yet, too. Zootopia is, I well, think. Talk about the Iron Giant. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Iron Giant, uh, great movie. It's like it's like not really a kids movie. It's more like I mean it is. It's more like the Goonies though, where it's like the they can like cuss and like uh, and like. <laughs> Have fun, cool, like authentic adventures as opposed right. to like a like a Disney-fied movie where it's like, oh, we got to learn a lesson at the end and shit like that. Right. So, what movie was I talking about? Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Yeah, you're talking about uh, Iron Giant's yeah, a great t- movie. You're talking about that bombed and yeah, and it made no money. Uh, so then eventually it became like a cult classic. And I think it's Brad Bird is the guy that directed that. And then he went on to direct like Mission Impossible, whatever the whatever the best one is. Like the. I mean, I like the first one a lot because it's Brian De Palma, but what's the one? The second one's fucking What's-His-Face. Yeah, that's, uh... Oh. No, number one's Brian De Palma. Oh. Watch, again, watch De Palma, the documentary that came out this, last year. Great, great movie. Number two's, uh, fucking, um, the guy directed Hard Target. Yeah, what's that guy's name? God damn it. Do you know Willie? He's super famous. Fuck. I keep wanting to say something Wu. Is that right? Or John Wu? John Wu. Okay. Okay. I kept thinking like WU though. I'm like, no, you're thinking Wu Tang Clan. But <laughs> either way, they're both great. And then. He's like, he's like famous for like the shootouts with the doves and shit like that. Right. So remember Liar Liar? Did you ever see that with yes. Frank, Frankie Munez and fucking Amanda Bynes? Is that who the girl was? Liar Liar? No, not Liar Liar. Oh, fuck. What was that movie? Uh, wait, what was that? Huh? That's what it's called. No, no Liar Liar is, is Jim Carrey, yeah. We're talking about the movie with Amanda Bynes. Well, yeah, was it called Pants on Fire? <laughs> Big, li- Big Liar or something? like. Wait. Big Daddy? <laughs> no. What was that movie? Okay, it's Paul Giamatti's The Bad Guy, remember? Oh, yes. I, I know what you're talking about. Frankie Muniz. It's like a spy movie, right? Yeah, at the very... Because he wrote a screenplay for class, right? And then, like, fucking Paul oh. Giamatti's in the cab, and he, and he finds his screenplay, and he's like, this is actually pretty good, and they make oh, a movie out of it. Yeah. 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 And then... <laughs> I, I've tripped on that every time. Willie almost Okay, I'm looking it up right now, because I totally forgot about this movie. Uh, uh, I started watching the third Mission Impossible last night. And Which one's that? Uh... It's the one where it's his wife in there. That's the one with... Um, is it the one where his wife dies at the end? Who he thinks? Yeah. <clears throat> Philip Seymour Hoffman yeah, yeah. is in that one. that one's great. Big Fat Liar. That's Big what the movie's Fat called. There we go. I feel like someone who's listening has known that whole time and we're just like, uh, is it uh, Liar Liar? Is it, or is it Big Daddy? <laughs> the, film, the film tells a story about a 14-year-old pathological liar, Jason Shepard, Moon is whose creative writing assignment is stolen by an arrogant Hollywood producer, Marty Wolf, Giamatti. Remember when it played Hungry Like the Wolf? Remember that? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, I do. Who later plans to use it to make the fictional film of the same name. It was released in the United States on, on February 20, 20, 2002. Did it make any money? I doubt it. Wasn't it a Nickelodeon movie? It was second behind collater- Collateral Damage. What? Ooh, that was a bad movie. That's the one with Vince Vaughn and uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. What, wait, 
A sequel, which begins, which oh. began filming in August 2016, is slated for release in early 2017. The film will star Ricky Garcia as Kevin Shepard. Who the fuck is Ricky Garcia? Ricky Garcia. Is that the kid from, oh, Forever in Your Mind? What? I wouldn't. Hollywood Records? Forever in Your Mind is an American pop boy band formed in 2013 consisting of lead singers Emery Kelly, Ricky uh, Garcia, and Liam Attridge. Who the fuck? I don't know anymore. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. Did we fall down like a fucking Wikipedia wormhole on that? Yeah, we almost did. What was the point of that? What were we talking about? Uh, We were talking about... Iron Giant. Iron Giant. Oh, Zootopia. Yeah. Zootopia. Good movie. Zootopia's fucking lit. One of my favorite movies of the year. Like, top five. I saw that with Joel in Vegas and had a great time. I wanted to go see it again, but he, like, doesn't do that. He doesn't like to watch movies twice. Yeah, and I've watched it, like, three times since then. That and and, uh, Hail Caesar, I've seen a bunch. And uh, also, what was the other one? Everybody Wants Some, I've seen a bunch of times, too. Yes, sir. I wish I'd be down to watch it again, like soonish. I said yes, sir, and my phone was like Siri activated. <laughs> it's like missiles launched. <laughs> uh, also, you talk now. <laughs> Kevin, Hart's, Kevin Hart's dad apparently keeps calling it Cyrus instead of Siri. Jesus. <laughs> so that Thanks. got me. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh, uh, I haven't watched Zootopia yet, but I like every now and again. Today, me, I was like, man, 2016 sucked for movies or whatever. And Rob's like, I gotta disagree. And <laughs> Can I disagree uh, with you, Bob. <laughs> he's like, everything is not solved by a foot in the ass. He's like, I gotta disagree with you, Bob. <laughs> like, I can, I can recall like the last six months of movies, and they're all pretty good, except yeah. for that string where we fucking went to the movies and saw. Yeah, it. I think that was bad. Yeah. But 2016 okay. as a whole was an incredible year for like, if you love movies, like 2016 was so rad. Just a lot of different. Like even you and Faith both talked about. Uh, I mean, did you, I want to share, Faith? Did you ever see uh, <laughs> the fucking Jake Gyllenhaal movie? What was that? Nocturnal Animals. Yeah. I like that. I thought it was okay. Like, I thought it was a three out of five. Yeah, I mean, it was better than an average movie. Uh, it looked really good, but it was just like... I really like that character. He was in Mud as the uncle. Um, I still oh. haven't seen Mud. I have it on Blu-ray. We should watch that. You haven't seen it? Yeah. Oh, my God. You know what's weird? Jacob told me about that movie. He said his mom and uh, Eric made him go see it, and he's like, it's oh. fucking lit. Oh, Mud? <laughs> yeah, that Oh, great. yeah, I remember it was on Netflix. Netflix okay, we got to watch that like this week. I'm excited. Uh, that movie... Uh, that was like 2014, 2015? That would have made my list if I had thought about it. I think. I don't know. Uh, maybe it did. That was a great movie. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, that movie was rad. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's it's literally Stand By Me, but they find a homeless man instead of a dead body, and the homeless man happens to be Matthew McConaughey in the height of his McConaissance. Like, so... Uh, that was great. Um, if we ever do that that side project, project we're talking about for podcasting... Oh, yeah. An, uh, an episode... We'll you, I think we talked about it before here, but off the podcast, we'll explain what we're going to do. An episode dedicated to the McConaughey would be really interesting. You're right. Okay. Just go through, like... Also, yeah. I'd like to do one on Jake Gyllenhaal, because that dude has not made a bad movie in a, since Prince of Persia, probably. And before that, he hadn't made one that was really that bad. Yeah, I'm trying to think, like, what I know. Like, I feel like he gets a bad rap for some reason. Like, people talk shit on that dude. You know why? Because he lays lows and picks weird movies. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. He I th- he also loves movies where he gets to shout, I noticed. Yeah. So, Southpaw was fucking great. Yes. Still haven't seen it. You still haven't seen that? Mm-hmm. Dude, I, I thought about it today. I was like, I don't show real emotions in real life. Like, at work, <laughs> people come up to me, like pastors or whatever, because I work at a church uh, that won't be named in you know, my company. Church Scientology. Just for business purposes, but... Uh, they're always like, man, how are you doing? How's your walk with God and stuff like that? And I'm always like, dude, did you see that movie? Like, uh, <laughs> I'm like, did you see Star Wars, bro? Like, and you can, I can tell every time I do that that uh, it like turns them off a little bit. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, I didn't see that. And like uh, on <laughs> Thursday, Rick and, and Jen from the office were talking about like real life shit. And I was like, y'all got to see Sing Street. 
Like, and they're like, what? And I was like, oh, uh, you really need to say <laughs> Like, I just kind of interrupted their, like, serious dialogue, and I was like, uh, let me make this a, a trilogue real quick, and you need to see Sing Street. And then I explained the movie to them, and I was like, look, and I'll do it to the audience, too. I was like, it's a great movie. It's a fucking great movie. It made me cry. And then this is, I'm going to bring it around to you, but I was like, it's a movie about a little kid who's in, he like he was from a rich family and like the economy went to shit in Ireland and then he goes to a new school and the school's like a Catholic it takes place in 1985 school. yeah so they, I think they have like a bubble economy like Japan that bursts so good story writing is like he just sees a hot chick across the street and approaches her to impress this guy he just met and he's like oh who are you and she's like I'm a model and he's like well you want to be in my video for my band or whatever and then she's like sure and gives him his number and then literally walks across the street and's like we need to start a band like which <laughs> the is guy's like, like okay the most like. His friend was the best, dude. Yes, I the love guy with like the glasses. Okay, another episode topic. We should just do best uh, like best friends in movies, like a whole podcast episode that's all about like all the the side character, best friend character. Also, a uh, quick sidebar. Shout out to Doug. Why do you hate Pineapple Express? I fucking love that movie. <laughs> yeah, we challenge you to come on this podcast. <laughs> we challenge you, brother, to come on this podcast. Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. Get the fuck in here. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your A game, my like- dude. Uh, like Pineapple Express. I love Pineapple Express. I would Express. really love to hear why he doesn't like that movie. Well acted, well directed, fucking hilarious. Has a good ending. Uh, has a good like that movie makes me a little emotional. I, I haven't cried during that movie, but like there's some bro moments in there where you're like, dude, like, like that movie came out what five or six years ago, and we're still fucking talking about. it. I also okay. What I I always like if you put it, I feel like if you put a movie into context, you can make a, people like any movie. And I, I really like this about that movie, uh, which is that Seth Rogen said when they were trying to come up with and like develop the whole idea, they were watching True Romance and then they were inspired by Brad by Pitt's way, character. We need to watch that here. Yeah, that, that movie is lit, incredible. dude. That's one of I my favorites. One scene that like uh, with Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken and all that. Excellent. Yeah, excellent scene. Excellent scene. But I'm like, okay, this isn't the movie though. Like, you need to see the rest of the movie. That movie changes pace like four different times. And it's, it's yeah, it's time. so fucking good. Like, it's such a testament to like Tony Scott. That's I good feel like too, <clears throughat> Tony Scott never got like. Like the accolades that his brother got, but I feel like he's just as like worthy. He has like some Criterion tier movies, I think. Hundred percent. I is Top Gun is like a joke movie now. People just kind of throw it around. They have like the Top Gun. Hat. Yeah. It's a fucking great movie. Well, also, The Hunger is fucking rad. If you okay, if you're sad David Bowie died and you haven't seen The Hunger, watch that movie. It's so fucking good. Is it the one where he starves himself? It's no. He's a he's a vampire, and then like oh, I thought there's a movie called like Hungry or Hunger. No, that's um that's the same guy that directed uh, Twelve Years a Slave, which I just watched. Steve McQueen. He's a decent director. I like. Again, him. okay. So a proof for that context argument. That guy from Your Movie Sucks did a, a top movies of whatever year that movie came out, and he said, like, I know what you're thinking. This movie looks like it's supposed to be a like a, a like a make you feel bad movie, and it's like exploitive and stuff. But if you watch that movie, it's just a really good movie. Like the which story's one? really good. Twelve Years a Slave. Oh yeah. And it's also, like, that guy, uh, it's that extremely well-directed. a week to watch, by the way. What's that? That movie took me a week to watch. Yeah, it actually took me a couple days also. I, I, I'm sure you noticed. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, cool. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's an intense movie. It's really good, though. Like, if you're on the fence, or, like, not even on the fence, but if you were like, well, I don't want to watch that, like, you should you should watch it. It's like Schindler's List. It's I feel like it's an important movie. Um, but not even, okay. If I had to give you another movie that's it's just hard, a good movie. hard as fuck to get through, but amazing, The Pianist. Or the pianist, whatever you want to call it. I don't know how to pronounce it properly. But. I need to see that. I still haven't uh, seen that. That movie depressed me. Like it put me into a solid like uh, three hour depression after I watched it. But it's a fucking great movie. It's like a, a triumph of the spirit, which is also a, a name of a movie that's a fucking great movie with Willem Dafoe as a boxer. It's about world. Have you heard of that? I haven't seen that. It's called Triumph of the Spirit. Bryce would love it. It takes place during World War Two, and uh, basically they uh, Willem Dafoe's character is Jewish, and they get put into a camp or whatever, and one of the um, the Nazi uh, like guards recognizes him because he's a boxer, and they start making him box uh, like other 
like boxers from Germany and from Poland and from all this stuff like that. And then when he, it's kind of like the first Eat Man movie or whatever, where he gives him rice and shit like that. He gets yeah. like bread and and, uh, and stuff. For I still family. need to see those. Uh, they're all pretty good. There's the third one, uh, supposedly. I think that came out in 2016. It was Mike Tyson be, in it. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard it was supposed to be really four, good. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, Triumph of the Spirit's fucking incredible. Uh, also, I love Willem Dafoe. I don't know why. I just love him. Yeah, Sam. He's he's got he brings such a weird like intensity to every role he does yeah. in that movie, especially too. It's kind of like um, it reminds me a lot of like Raging Bull, like the way they they actually. How shot recent it. is this movie? Huh? How recent was that movie? Like 1970. Oh, okay. It's really old. Okay. Well, really old. <laughs> What? Really old. I mean, to me, like, movie really old to me seems like 1930s. Well, I mean, 70s like, is for like... me talking about Willem Dafoe. Okay, all right. I, yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe it's it's just so period piece that I thought it was from... Let me, I'll look it up. But um, I watched that just on Netflix. Is like I get into this weird... Drew hates boxing movies for some reason. Yeah, uh, and mafia movies. Yeah. My four favorite genres would be, like, uh, boxing, sports movies, which is, like, one in one, and then war movies... Crime movies and then revenge movies. Like, That's like on my letterbox where it's like, all right, my, my favorite uh, my favorite genres are eighties horror movies, uh, lengthy documentaries, gritty crime <laughs> dramas, and moe anime. <laughs> uh, dude, have you heard of that documentary about Nick Cave? Yeah. Okay. Apparently, Matt, it's getting like the best reviews. Matt ever. wanted to go see that when it was playing in LA, and I, I was like, I was thinking it was something else, and then when I when he explained what it was, I was like, oh, let's go see that. And he's like, yeah, it's too late now, and I was like, oh, well, fuck. I was on Letterboxd and I um I looked up like the the top rated shit for this year. Number one is The Night of, which is an HBO show. That yeah, I, that I heard good things about that. Need I haven't to seen watch it because it's incredible. Uh, it has like no bad reviews, and then number two is the documentary. It's I guess it's about uh, Nick Cave in his depression. Well, okay, so what happened was, like, his son, like, fell off a cliff and uh, died. Oh, was that the uh, the guy, the news reporter guy? No, no, he's, like, a, a famous... Uh, Singer-songwriter yeah. and script... Uh, he wrote Lawless. Uh, oh, yeah, which is one of our all-time favorite movies, yeah, so... Yeah, top ten, easily. Um, I keep hearing about the story, like, let me just try to explain it here, if I know. Just 1989, Triumph of the Spirit. I was okay. off by, like, 19 years. Oh, just correct me if I'm wrong. Like, he... Uh, his son goes on a hike somewhere and he goes missing or something like that. Is yeah, that, I mean, I th for some reason, I think, he I think he fell off a cliff or something. I remember reading that for some reason. Maybe I'm wrong. It'd be weird if I was wrong and I just made that up. But, be well, but you like be. Alan Wake, right? <clears throat> the, the theme song for Alan Wake and then when you're in the diner, that song that's playing is Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. It's like hmm. really eerie, like old organ-y kind of music. Uh, he also did the every theme song for um, uh, True Detective. <coughs> oh. So, yeah, and... I don't know. I really like him a lot. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. And then so okay. So his son also, dies. The trailer for Green Room. That's him. On is like a he's the Bad Moon cover Rising cover. Bad Moon Rising, which is really good. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good cover. So that I guess that that documentary is about like him and his band trying to record an album after his son died and like trying to use like you know those emotions from his son dying to like yeah. make art somehow. And it's like I I heard it's really like wrenching. I want to see it. Hmm. Yeah, it was saying like it's the first review I saw was like don't watch this if you're happy. Like um that and then uh La La Land, which is Yeah, okay, so to circle back. I haven't heard any fucking negative reviews about that movie. I did read an article that said La La, La, La Land is pain painfully white. And I was like, 
I, yeah, you know, I'll agree with that. Hollywood. <laughs> like, it's like, it like little, their movie's a modern day take on 1940s Hollywood and trying to make it and move to California. Yeah, and, it's very, it's, it, it's very it's classic, like, but like also very modern. The like, trope of like the 40s and 50s movies is like, oh, this girl character is moving to LA and there's a murder and you know, she gets murdered because she wants to be an actress or whatever. Or this guy is like a failed jazz musician or something like that. So like they took those two famous tropes from movies and then put them together in a love story. And I I want to. She had a lot of great posters. I honestly want to apartment. Yeah, I kind of do too, to be honest. And I was wondering, uh, you know what? Like, okay, so I, at first I was really mad that you took my spot because I usually sit there. And it's 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 a weird. Uh, like, I know, and I, I said I was like, oh, I was gonna move when you got. I just didn't. Okay, I didn't want to sit next to a lady, and then when you walked in. Or, I mean, I didn't want to like just sit next to a lady randomly because I don't know how long you were gonna be. Essentially, mm-hmm. like I thought that would be weird to well, like. Then I sat down. And I didn't want to be like, oh, fuck this guy. Move, move seats. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I sat there. It was fine. The whole time, the the guy was like so excited about the movie. Like you could tell, like he really next likes to you? musicals. Yeah, he was tapping his feet. Really? He was like, yeah, dude. I didn't know really into it. And I was like making me get into it more and all that. <laughs> and I sat there the whole time, and I was like, oh, Robert probably thinks I'm not enjoying this because the entire time I I was like, I don't want to see that movie. Like I don't like musicals <laughs> and all that. I know. I was like, I was like, dude, I I'm kind of like this movie. I don't know if it's pissing Willie off. No. But... So okay. So I walked in. Um, after like right when the car doors slam, everybody gets off their cars and the yeah. doors slam shut. And everyone gets back into traffic, and I was like, I just missed something important <laughs> like, because it's clearly the end of a long musical number. That's like it was just like movie. I mean I missed like the first half of it because we were a little late, and it was just like the it was like this like open kind of it was like I don't know it was like an opening number about being in L A and like trying to become famous and shit. Like and, I didn't see much of it either. So mocking like how bad the traffic is. Yeah, exactly. A lot in that. There's um, some amazing shots in that movie. Like, again, I am not unless it's Disney. Disney has a weird like hold on everybody's heart where you don't mind if it's a musical. Like uh-huh. Frozen, I actually enjoy Frozen. Uh, yeah, the only kind of musicals I like are Disney musicals. So it's like so this movie captured everything that was good about like The Lion King and like uh, Aladdin and all them. Which those aren't heavily musicals, but they have musical numbers in them. Like there's it's four like, or five. Okay, this movie's so good that like when you when you realize they're gonna start singing, you're like, oh shit, here goes. Like here yeah, comes another song. Every like, time I got excited and I got emotional a few times. I'm like, don't oh, no. Like uh, <laughs> like especially when she, uh, at the end, dude, I almost cried. Like, oh uh, my god, dude, that guy has a knack for like amazing endings, dude. Yeah. In his in like because he okay, it's the same director as Whiplash, which if you haven't seen, you should no, see. I think you've seen Whiplash, right? Just anybody. Who hasn't like seen that, that movie? Was, it's a really short movie, and it's so fucking good. My favorite movie for 2014. I, I think okay. I put it at second after Birdman. I think. Yo, so it, we flip flopped. Mine was Birdman for two, and then Whip. I watched Whiplash, Whiplash like 16 times. I've seen it like six times too. Out. I mean, not 16, but <laughs> I've uh, seen it a lot because Whiplash. It's like an hour and in like 50 minutes, but it feels like it's a half hour. Like it's so well paced, and so is this movie, except for like two or three spots. But I, I get its character development, exposition, and all that. But. Uh, the scene that really I was like, okay, this is a great movie. Was uh, would, after they, right when she goes to the party after he like plays the piano or whatever. Like so uh-huh. basically, he goes to this club and like it's uh, J.K. Simmons is there or whatever. And like he's like, I'm a new man. I'm a changed man. Yeah, talk dude, he's fucking Simmons. hilarious in this movie. There's a lot of good banter in this movie. Yeah, Ryan Gosling is like fucking funny, and uh, J.K. Simmons is really good for his small scenes. And uh, he's like stick to the script or whatever. Basically, uh, it's implied that in the past when he played that venue that he was going, like, playing jazz instead of playing what he wanted. And there's Christmas lights and it cuts to him playing, like, Noel Like whatever. Jingle Bells yeah. and shit and he's, like, super pissed about it. Yeah, he's clearly bored and then, um, he basically, he, he gets bored and starts playing, like, a really, really cool jazz number and, like, the it's a whole cool dance scene or whatever and, like, a cut to reveal that, like, no one's paying attention. No one gives a shit and he has $5 in his little tip jar and all that and then yeah. he gets fired. And then, uh, What's-Her-Face walks in 
and basically he like disses her because in the beginning of the movie they, they it, you got to watch it. But uh, the next scene, next time they meet each other, it's like a backyard party and it starts playing Take on Me. I was like, yeah, okay. that was the best, dude. I was like, is this one of those movies where they do like a musical number to like a song that already exists? Because I would love if they did Take on Me. Me too. Like, I okay. I was like, please, everybody just. Start dancing. I was thinking that the me. whole time I was like, I love this song. Please dance to this song. I, like I said, Metal Gear Solid 5 is a shit game, like as far as the story <laughs> and all that concerned. But my favorite thing of all is like you, you, you get dropped off on missions in a helicopter and you can choose like your landing music or pickup music and all that. And when you play that game as one of like the little collectibles or whatever, you find cassette tapes from, and then they're like mixes, like the guards, like in their rut, and like it'll like take on me, man eater, uh, Joy Division's level tears apart. And you can find like every great 80s song in that game. That's where a lot of the budget went to, and they got in trouble for that. But um, that's weird. So like every time like a helicopter would come pick me up after a mission, it would be like, that was like the first song I learned how to play on a guitar. And yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that was cool, and then like to troll him back or whatever. She like he's like any request, and she's like I ran. Yeah, <laughs> and he, and <laughs> she's like all right, man. He's like start uh, strumming those keys, and like he gets all butthurt. So that scene, and then dude, I loved when okay when he when he joins that shitty band and gets like rich and famous. Like I loved when he was playing that that solo, and that solo was fucking cool. And he's just like whatever. I don't. It sucks. Yeah, <laughs> you could tell he's like I like jazz. I don't like this. Yeah, that was a great scene. Um, also, like the. I was medicated a little bit, and when the like the end of that scene, it's just like this like cacophonous noise that keeps rising. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then eventually, it just cuts. It cuts to like it's like winter or whatever, and it's like, "Oh, or fuck. it says fall." Yeah. Which is when I knew the movie was gonna start getting sad because fall, and it's like the uh-huh. fall of their relationship. I was like, "No!" <laughs> but uh, again, the scene that sold me was like after the the party or whatever. It's like nighttime that he walks her to her car or whatever, and they're like. They do a whole like musical number and all that, and it was fucking incredible. Like honestly, I don't like musicals. I can't stress that enough. Yeah. And like, it was perfectly in sync. Like the lighting was awesome. Uh, the guy who directed it really knows what he's doing. There's a lot more in this movie than musical numbers. Like there's a there's lot actually of not a lot of musical numbers for how long. Yeah. The movie is. There's a lot of story in this movie. So like, if you're there was a point where there's like 45 minutes in between the song. So. Mm-hmm. Um, like the end of the movie goes a long stretch without a musical number. Interesting. Although, also, it's interesting that the guy next to you was really into it because there was a guy behind me who was very not into it because he kept sighing heavily the whole time, and then like oh, would be fuck. would be laughing at like sad parts and stuff. And I'm like, okay, we get it. You're too cool to be here. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, Jesus, that pissed me off. Um, but so yeah, that was cool. Um, like the the Griffith Observatory part was rad. Yeah, like they're watching Rebel Without a Cause, and in that movie, he pulls into the. Uh, that area and then like the movie like the the film reel burns or whatever yeah fuck it let's just go do it in real life and then they do the same exact thing awesome like again it's one of those things where like i felt like a kid watching a movie it was yeah it was very like just the whole it's very it's it's like if you love movies it's a good movie for people who love movies (laughs) like it'll make you feel like when you were again like when you were a kid you're watching movies and it's like oh this seems big and important and like yeah like i like i said i rob i walked out and i, I was like a little choked up and rob's like did you like it? i was like yeah like, <laughs> like i really did like and i was like it's I, I honestly i don't see that not winning best picture i don't really see anything else contending with that maybe that fences movie which is also playing at harkins because i noticed I have, there's a hd thing for it oh, so. okay i'll be down to watch that yeah uh which denzel washington directed and stars in and, and uh, i guess adapted the script so like I'm definitely, I want to see that because I, I, Denzel Washington's an actor. I'll watch him in anything. My only problem with that is like in that trailer, it's like, it looks like he's acting circles around everybody else when you're like, uh-oh. It's well, that's the chick from Suicide Squad who actually is a good actress. I mean, she was like good in Suicide Squad, which is saying something. <laughs> She's also in other stuff too. I can't remember, but that lady's a really good actress. Um, 
Emma Stone, really good singer. Yeah, and she's fucking great in this movie. Like, also her friends are like like that. Okay, so I was like, oh, okay, it's like a musical or whatever. And I was like, this is this is all right. I like didn't want to like that movie. Like at first, I was like, Robert, maybe go see this. I paid for the tickets. God damn it! <laughs> and like her friends are like trying to get her to go to a party or whatever, which is the one um, that they go to. But I was like, oh, okay, this is kind of cool. Like especially when they're like in like they all get in dresses and shit like that. I was like, this is great. Like I like this. When movie. the guy jumps in the pool, that was pretty cool. Yeah. So highly recommend La La Land. I definitely think it's it's either going to win best director. Best I also like I just love movies that are shot in L.A. that find a way to show you parts of L.A. you don't normally see. It, feel, it feels super modern and then super old at the same time. Yeah, and they go to a lot of really cool locations in that movie. Uh, at the very end, when they're walking by his club, that's where we picked up Jack, like down the street. Oh, really? Yeah, like I could tell. So like right on buildings. Sunset, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that was great. Not on Sunset, but like Sunset of J. I don't know. I don't want to talk like I know about L.A., cause um, I, but it's close. <laughs> I'm sure somebody would know, but I just know based off of like the buildings in the background. I was like, oh, yeah, that was like we were looking for the Starbucks because like the 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 Starbucks that uh, she worked at was the one – like there was a coffee shop. That well, was, in, the, in the movie, the coffee shop she works at is like on a studio lot, yeah. like – that's why all the all the actors actresses and stuff were coming in, which is was great at the end of the movie when she goes in there. But then, okay, so when she got her coffee, I thought that that was Ryan Gosling drive driving the fucking golf cart. Yeah. And then, I don't want to spoil the ending, but it's not. <laughs> Did you also think that? Like, yes. I was confused when it cut. Then it cut to the next scene. You're like, wait, what? I also thought the uh, just a quick spoiler when she like comes home to her daughter or whatever. I thought she was filming a movie and that it was like a, a fake out. Oh man, that would have been a lot happier. <laughs> yeah. So that's I was like, okay, please like have like someone drop something to go cut, and she's like, all right, well I gotta go. You know what I mean? Here, okay, I loved that ending because it was like he sits down and start playing the piano, and it's like all then you see this music video of all this stuff that could have happened, and I feel like that's him like saying like like this is what like what it could have been like if if we stuck together kind of thing. I, oh. I guess I just spoiled the movie, but there's a, a play I like that one scene in Five Hundred Days of Summer like expectations versus reality yes it is it is a little it'd be a good like you could pair those two movies except for it's not side by side Ah. it's um the whole movie goes a certain it's like after effect yeah so the whole movie goes a certain way and then uh there's a certain point in the movie where they they come to a crossroads and then they go down one way and then at the end of the movie he starts playing a song that he used to play in their apartment together or whatever and she starts getting emotional he starts getting emotional emotional cuts into like this crazy dance score yeah that was really cool like Like, all the stuff they did with that black and white and uh it was like their silhouettes there was only okay. There was only one part of the movie that was like, "Oh, this drags a little," which was when she was like singing about her aunt in Paris or whatever. Yeah, which was an emotional scene, but it was just like, it's not real because it's going on that. too long. I feel like I don't know. And then yeah, and then later on, it's just I don't know. That it was a great movie though. Other than that, um, yeah, I don't really have anything more to say. About I love it. the the design of that restaurant he was at too. Like that was cool. I was okay. I was gonna say this earlier that he did. He had a lot of like old timey like silent movie era gestures and stuff that I always thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, the his jazz club looked rad as fuck too. Yeah, that was cool. Um, a lot of the jazz music, all the, all of that stuff, I thought was really was like super interesting that movie too. Like on the internet, I'm watching it again. Like yeah, because I I don't think it's gonna be in theaters for that much longer. It came out like three weeks ago, so. Um, isn't um something that we really want to see is come oh live by night's coming in like next week or the week after and or so is silence yeah i can't wait to see that i've heard amazing things about that so yeah and that technically counts as, as january or it counts yeah let's it- just get this out of the way right now uh for almost every movie that's going to be on our our you know top uh, 16 of 2016 list almost every movie is going to be uh originally first released in 2016 except for green room which i assure is is on both of our lists which was technically released in 2015 but it's like 
I really want to talk about it, and it, it was, and we didn't get to see it. It was shown at like um, film festivals, yeah, yeah, which isn't like a wide release, so that doesn't count. Exactly. Well, okay, so technically, if if we were going by that, I mean, cause Silence and, and no, Live by no, Night. The difference between that is uh, you're showing a movie at a festival. It's not even in small theaters anywhere else. Uh, Silence is already in theaters in L.A. We gotta figure out how we can get credentials to go to film fest. Like, like I'd love to go to Toronto. Like that supposedly is one of the best. Like a lot of really good movies. And then Live by there. Night has been shown in theaters for a while now. It's just you have to go to L.A. to see it. So that counts technically as a wide release, but it's not. I think those are the two big ones I still haven't seen that I'm looking forward to is Lit by Night. And, and other than that, I think I've seen almost everything I wanted to this year or uh, for 2016. I mean, same trying to, what else was there? Um, Always sunny. Uh, just started. And the first episode came out uh, a couple days ago and we watched it. And speaking of musicals, that episode also happened to be a musical that was like and refer- heavily references the Wiz. It's fucking great, dude. It's one of, like it's a great way to start the season. Like that show, uh, if you've ever seen the episode where they like I know we all have because we've seen it a million times, but if you ever seen the episode where they try to win an award, like yeah. that whole that whole if you like, I mean I, I'm sure everyone knows this by now, but like that whole episode is about like how can how they can't win an Emmy, and there's a joke about like, well how come that new bar just moved in down the street, but they and they already got a bunch of awards, and it, they're talking about like Louis uh, Louis C.K.'s show, yeah. and it's like this I feel like this first episode of this new season is like going to be the one that wins them an Emmy because it's so fucking first of all it's fucking hilarious, mm-hmm. it's a weird idea, it's like all the songs are really catchy and funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that <laughs> just i don't know it's such a weird idea too i i feel like i don't know i'm trying to i'm trying to vamp but i'm like i feel like i said everything i could say about it <laughs> and, yeah. and i don't know if, if willie's a, gonna be gone for a, a long time or great start to the season i can't wait for the next episode honestly because last season it kind of was just like oh god how can it get any better yeah that okay that show just keeps getting better like every season it's it, like somehow I don't know if it's just because the plot keeps getting crazier and crazier from the first. Because remember, we watched like the first couple episodes yeah, just to see how different it was. The first season's very self-contained. Like that's very. Yeah, I was just thinking the exact same thing. It's very like there's no. Every episode is just like one off thing that happened. Yeah. And then right around the time Frank shows up, it just keeps getting yeah, increasingly more like deranged. Like it builds on each other. It's yeah. fucking great. Like Dennis's character keeps turning into more of a psychopath. Yeah, and like. I, it's like you could easily every single one of them has uh, serial killer tendencies too. It's like even <laughs> even D like you could each one of them could have probably killed somebody. Exactly. Like the one where they try to buy a gun and she's just like, well, yeah, I tried to set someone on fire. That was in college. Like that's not what it counts. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then like the next one uh, that's coming out next or this coming week is the uh, where they go to the water park. So I feel like that's gonna be a good one. Uh-oh. Although I remember Drew was saying like he doesn't like their last season like the. They weren't in the bar very often. It was a lot of like, yeah, they're out and about doing stuff. Like the where they were skiing, which I was is a fucking great episode. Or the one where they're on the the um the boat. Yeah, I actually just watched this video where somebody was like across the street. They actually filmed that in Philly where they did the where they go to the Wiz Electronics Store. They okay. filmed that part over there. Yeah, and some guy on YouTube uploaded footage of like him and a bunch of people were filming it and like standing around watching them make the show. So you can see them like, uh, like filming the last singing number and they're all just like mouthing the words, but there's no sound. It's so right. weird. Right. But, uh, and then like at the end he said, like the guy was saying, uh, they, everyone from the cast, like everyone would come up, like they would stop constantly to come up and see people and be, they'd be like, Hey, how's it going? And like, glad right. you like the show and shit. Right. Yeah. And he had pictures with everyone from the cast and they, he's like, they were all super nice. And like the one guy held my baby and shit, Dennis, like <laughs> it's like, but it's just cool. Cause like, I've heard really good things about those people. Like they really appreciate their fans. Hear about the um, after the Orlando shooting or whatever, uh, some girl got in trouble in school 
for uh, dressing like a guy, and then they she's going to be in one of the new episodes. I wonder what episode though. Like uh, I don't know. They flew her out specifically. They're like, you can dress like however you want in our bar, kind of thing. Nice. And, uh, they were also in the Gay Pride in L.A., which also was someone got arrested for trying to do like a terrorist attack there. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. So yeah, good guys. They all seem nice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's definitely weird when you watch episodes like where uh, the gang misses the boat, or whatever, and like Charlie and, and D kiss and like, yeah. clearly have sex and they don't want to talk about it. But it's like that Max married to her and he's married yeah. to the waitress. <laughs> and it's like there's an episode where Frank bangs the waitress. It's like that's got to be kind of weird. But I guess I bet it's like a huge joke to them. Like or even just shit. like the, the the one where they go to the ski resort and he's with the prostitute. Like there's a lot of uh, very explicit scenes in that episode. Yeah, when he was interviewed, he said he had to like take shots to, before he did that because he was like super nervous. So, I don't know. That show, like you said, I heard you, you're like, it keeps getting better. It really does. I don't understand people. Like, it's so weird now. Like, that show's always weird. Like, there's an I, episode I, where they, uh, what's his face is dating a transsexual and they think he's a serial killer. Like, yeah. how is that not weird? At the end of the episode, like, they find out the guy's a serial killer and they don't do anything about it. <laughs> they just rev a chainsaw and it cuts to the credits. Like, mm-hmm. I never, like, thought to see, because I love that show so much, I never thought to see, like, other people's opinions on it are, and, like, a lot of comments on, like, Facebook and, and AV Club articles where they're like, oh, like, it's gotten bad lately, it's too stupid, I don't like it anymore, or, like, they said that the one, because they turn black and they do, like, jokes about uh, the cops shooting them and stuff, that it's like, oh, they're trying to push an agenda on us, and it's like, oh, or it's it's just funny, I mean, it's, just social it's definitely one or the other. Yeah. I, uh, I... I get they just wanted to experiment. I guess it's, they they said it was like a huge risk doing that episode and it paid off. So it could win them an Emmy. Honestly, that's the kind that's of what I was saying. Guys. I feel like that's um, how they're going to get their Emmy finally. I it's also not offensive because the whole time they're very aware that they're like crossing that line or whatever, mm-hmm. and someone's always the voice of reason, which is how you you like you you dance around and make a joke out of it. Yeah. So I mean, it's very it's very tasteful. Yeah. Like the only thing that I would I could see people getting really upset for is like when Charlie got shot, it did cut to the little kid actually getting shot too, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, "That's that's that but that's just weird. funny to me because it's like, oh shit, they went for it, like, yeah. like I always uh, like I always uh, respect any kind of comedy like that where it's like they'll just because it's like you know you're gonna get in trouble for it, but you do it anyway because that just makes it ten times funnier. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what was I gonna say? Oh, should we talk about our our diets? I yeah, I guess so. I mean, we're both doing pretty damn good so far. So today was like the worst I've done, and I still didn't even go over my calorie count. I did really bad yesterday. I didn't even I didn't even log all the stuff that I ate. So it happens. We have seven months. Yeah, so but like I, I mean, like I was telling Drew, I was like, don't worry about it too much. Uh, I mean, you you know more about the stuff than me, but also like, there's always those like I lost sixty pounds in three months because of like working out and dieting and all that. It's like so we have seven months. We should be able to hit that goal. Yeah, I already lost twelve pounds, dude, since January first, which is like. I, I don't know, like, when the fatter you are, the easier it is to lose weight because it's just like, well, yeah, quit eating fucking garbage all day long. And then, like, <laughs> but that's only going to take me so far. Hopefully further than ever before. <laughs> we'll see, though. We'll find out as a team. I also got, I think, like, six six days before because I was like, I'm going to cut out soda permanently. I'm never going to have another soda. And I was like, all right, I crave a Coke so fucking bad right now. So I think my, my new goal is, like, maybe I'll have a Coke on a weekend or something, and that's about it. Like... Because I haven't been having them at work. I mean, like, also cutting out energy drinks was a fucking hard, like, that That was a difficult, I think, like, now it, now that I'm, I don't really drink energy drinks on the reg like I used to, like, it's way easier not to drink sodas, so I feel like you'll get there. Me? Yeah. I'm already there. Wait, are you not drinking energy drinks anymore? No, I haven't had one. Oh, Since, nice. uh, Tuesday? The day I was feeling like shit? Or was that Wednesday? That was Wednesday. Dude, I'm telling you. But like, even then, I, I even told Bryce, I was like, it's hard for me to drink, like, I couldn't do it. 
I thought about having one tonight, and I was like, fuck it. I, well, remember I had one the other day because uh, I was like, I was really exhausted at work, and it made me sick for like a whole fucking day. Like the next day, I was like, the whole time I was like having stomach problems, <laughs> like just or just it felt like indigestion the whole time. Like my fucking uh, chest was burning. No, yeah, that's what happened to me too. I didn't have a monster when I got sick. I had one right at the end of my sickness, and I was like, oh, I can't even take <laughs> two more sips. It was so bad. Yeah, so to fill the audience in, Bryce was there at, like, the worst of it, too. Um, uh, it also, like, I realized today, I was like, oh, I haven't had bread and, and soda in seven days. It looks like I'm like, oh, I'm one of those January people. That <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. I'm not, like, a New Year, New Me kind of person. I am. I will use that to back me up if I have to, but, like, really what it was was I was at I, my heaviest... Um, the podcast is personal, so I don't give a shit about it. Anyone knows my weight. You, you can see me go. Mine's, he's, he's mine's way worse than yours. <laughs> well, but you also have a foot and a half on me, so it's fine. Um, yeah, the dick. Woo! It's Woo! A, a Cut. Foot. End it right there. Great episode. Oh! <laughs> uh, my, the, the highest I was was like two, 260, I think, was like right before Christmas. And I never have been that high. Like uh, When I started doing CrossFit, it was like the fattest before that, where I was 255, and I was like, no. The lowest I can remember being when I was like, I could wear an extra large shirt was when I was in, like right when I graduated high school, I was 272. So my lowest isn't even, it's like still several pounds away from your highest. (laughs) Uh, Dude, I was at 350 at the beginning of last year. That's the fattest I've ever fucking been. I'm at 333 right now, so hoping to... Drop some more. What's your uh, what's your goal weight? Yeah, my goal. I mean, you. my goal for for Drew's wedding was just three hundred even. But I'm like, I'm wondering if I can maybe do better than that. Like, I not so. I mean, why stop after the wedding? You know what I mean? Just keep going. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that's the plan. I think the wedding is a jumping off. It's point. for yeah, for me. I'm like focusing on uh, Drew's getting married in in uh, July, and it's like, okay, well, there's seven <laughs> months you can like fucking really work on it, and then maybe you know relax a little after the wedding, but still try and maintain. My my plan is to do. I hope. Who knows? I don't know. Steps we'll where see. I'm like, all right. Well, when I lose that first twenty, I'm I'm getting a gym membership because if I did that, I'm gonna hit that plateau right there, and then add yeah, it, that's you know the other thing mean? too. Is once I hit a plateau, that's when you're like, okay, what else do I need to change? Yeah. So uh, right off the bat, like, so what happened was I I stopped, and I didn't do it all on purpose, all at once. I was just like, well, I don't want that anymore because it makes me feel like shit. Yeah. Because uh, around Christmas. And Bryce said it in the group chat, and it was like the hardest punch to the gut. I was like, "Oh shit, he's right." He's like, <laughs> "I was like, I've hit peak fat ass." And you're like, "Well, yeah, when you're eating cheesecake and monsters, we ate pizza three days in a row. Yeah, we ate pizza three days in a row. Like, it, well, you don't think about it because it's like the holiday time. Everybody's got a little extra cash. Everybody's hanging yeah, right. out. Drew's out. Let's celebrate. Yeah. that kind of thing. And I noticed just like I tried to put on these jeans that fit two months ago, like they were like loose. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I gained, like, 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't get them on. And uh, I was, like, Robert was there. And I was, like, I got them on. And, like, it took me, like, a 15 minutes to kind of get the button. And then I started doing, like, stretches and all that. And then I had to Google, like, how to stretch pants out. And it turns out if you have lukewarm water, you can spray it on there. And it'll loosen the material up and all that. And it just, I was like, shit, I shouldn't have to do this. I should just lose the weight yeah and i was like right there i have two options it's either that's why i have pants in like four different sizes so when i'm like oh i'm fat now i guess i'll go back to those true but like uh it's one of those things where i was like all right either you buy three new pairs of pants and spend like 180 dollars or i guess 120 something like that uh or you just lose the weight and buck like buck up it, it's a lot of the weight gain came from after i got a promotion and i had all this more responsibility it's, it's so much easier to grab a monster and a cookie or like a, a bagel yeah. or because for a while my morning routine on tuesdays and wednesdays when i would open was i'd open and um right after like the the moms and the teacher rushes over like a, it's around 8 30 ish kind of 
get a blueberry bagel with cream cheese. Sometimes I'd have two of them because one, like, the, I, I don't know who I was talking about. Bagels are not feeling or filling to me. Like, they, I'll eat one. And I'm like, this is delicious, but I, I'm still hungry. I'm gonna have another one. And then you start looking up like a, a bagel, like the two slices is like 180 calories, and then cream cheese is like 120. Like the cheese is so small, and it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I ate two of those one day, and then had a monster, and then uh, Bryce went and got JoJo's uh, bizarre hot dogs, which is <laughs> great, delicious. Which well, probably <coughs> I told you in the eight hundred calorie range yeah, too. Well, so. then like we were talking about like when I said we got like three pizzas in a row, like every day when me and you would work, like one of us would get lunch somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like an, almost every day. And I still like to do that, but like uh, I'm much more reserved. Like. It's. I got stoked tonight. I went to Chick Fil A, and they're like, "You can get twelve a twelve piece chicken grilled chicken McNugget. It's two hundred calories. Twelve pieces." And they're like, "Jesus this fuck, big, dude! Two hundred calories." And uh, I was like, "That." So I got that, and I got my treat was a large uh, Coke nice. Zero, nice. which again is soda, but it's not really soda. So like once every other day, I'll have like a Diet Coke or Coke Zero, just because. Sometimes I'm eating food and it, like the water is like it's almost gross to go with food sometimes and I know that's like a weird fat thing in my mind like yeah same I'm like, trying to Come overcome on, that it's just water yeah like, I know we're fat sorry I get it <laughs> uh, like I kind of want later on when we have uh, Drew back on I kind of want to do because he's coming back in February is what he said uh, one that's gonna be our cheat time I don't want to do cheat days once a week I want to do like cheat cheat meal one day a month or whatever Drew's around like because we got a cheesecake factory gift card fifty dollars yeah. I'm like. If we all eat there, it'll probably be like eighty to a hundred dollars. We'll cover half the bill. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, it up. Uh, so we'll do that. But I want when he comes back on. I want to do like uh, what's what's your fattest moment? Oh, I was gonna say I have like three or four where I'm like this is. A I was literally low. about to say I can't remember if I talked about this on the podcast, but the fattest thing I ever did was like so save that. I'll save it. Yeah, because I have in like. Just had a bad day, you know. Uh, I've, I've done some fat things in my life, so yeah, yeah. Uh, just give you a, a teaser. The other day, like I, I was like, I had a good diet. I hadn't eaten anything like bad all day, and I came home. I was fucking starving, and I got like this giant bowl and filled it full of uh, that special K strawberry cereal because that shit tastes incredible. And it wasn't enough; like it didn't fill the whole bowl. So I was like, I almost filled it with milk. And I was like, wait, I can double down and put some other cereal on top of this. So then I put like three different other kind of cereals on top of it. I was like, this is incredible. <laughs> So we all have fat moments. <laughs> like uh, when I first turned 21, I was drinking a lot of beer. I told Willie about this. Fair. And uh, I was working at my other job, and I have these work shorts with our 32s. I tried to put them on. It was the most like work I've ever had to do to put shorts on. And it was so bad. I was I've like, been all there. Right, I'm just going to I was there a week ago today. Yeah. So like I said, I, put, I, I was – Dude, I haven't worn a 32 since I was in like fourth grade. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm at a 34 right now, and like 30 to 32 is what I've always like kind of been around. But keep in mind, when I say I wear a 32, that means I fucking struggle to get them on, and then I get them stretched out so that when I yeah, over, I can struggle into a 38, and it's when like, I bend over and people see that Levi's look, like, oh, he's not a piece of shit. That's which like <laughs> like I don't know why they put that out there, but that's kind of embarrassing. <clears throat> yeah, like my problem is like I can't gain weight. Just because my metabolism's so fast, mm-hmm. I've been at thirty. God, I wish I had that problem. That's what. A, okay, that's what Michelle. Michelle also has that problem, and she said that's what everybody says. But in reality, it's like it's so much harder to eat more than it is for us to eat less because it's like, well, you just stop eating. But yeah, like, like, if you're not used to eating a lot, mm-hmm. I assume it's more difficult. I guess. Yeah, I mean, like if I if I really had to, if I really put my mind to it, I can eat three meals a day, easy. But right now, I just eat maybe two. 
Yeah. Like lunch. I try to eat one and a half when I'm dieting. <laughs> well, what I've been doing is I'll have like a light breakfast. Like well, my go-to right now, it's it's really, it gives me a lot of energy because I'm not drinking coffee or soda or, or energy drinks. And like it's so weird to think because that's like everybody was always like, oh, Willie's got a monster because I don't drink beer or whatever. So whenever there'd be a party, I'd have like a monster in my hand, which now I look back, I'm like, oh, no wonder everyone was like, that's weird. Well, dude, but, okay. So, I mean, this could easily be on that fattest moments everything, but I had a similar moment where like one time I went to Disneyland with all the bros from McDonald's when I used to work there and like they all smoked cigarettes and I realized – at the end of the day, every time they stopped to smoke a cigarette, I would go get like a pretzel or a churro or a slushy or something just to be like, yeah, I guess I'll get something too. And it's like, oh, that's just as bad as a habit as yeah, smoking. Do something. With your yeah, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Um, what, was, what was I saying though? Uh, but also, to be fair, Disneyland's dank. So true. I haven't I been there. I, I can, you go a lot more than I. Well, Disneyland I'm taking a tolerance but... break from Disneyland right now. <laughs> so, so the magic break. will be back. Because uh, and I was just thinking like like a month or two ago, I was like, man. I haven't been there in so long. And I was like, dude, you went in October. Like, you can't <laughs> afford to go as often as you want to. Yeah, I'd like to go too, but it's just one of those things where I'm like, I, we need another mic or we need this. And it's like the, the ticket price versus a new piece yeah. of equipment is always the well, same. So I'll always go for the podcast. I've been thinking about doing what dad used to do, which is like you said, like every so often you just put like a couple ones or five, 10, 20s away. Like when you just have extra cash and then I'll just build like a bank so I can uh, get a ticket for like a one day. Yeah. So I'd be down. Like I, I'd love to go with like do a whole best bros day there and then we could just like record everything that happens. Yeah. Because I feel like we can get into some shenanigans at Disneyland, right? I've done I've done some terrible things I'm not proud of there. <laughs> Same. Well, you did on the sub, that submarine. <laughs> if That's you'll a over, low moment in refer life. back to a, an earlier episode, trapped in a submarine. Uh. Oh uh, yeah. So I like look back. I'm like shit. And I would always like notice Nick and John. All they ever had was like waters in their hands and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, I need to be that guy. And like, uh, but it's just one of those things where. Uh, if anyone's trying to lose weight, I've already lost uh, seven pounds today. I think exactly. Uh, I, I cut out bread, soda, caffeine, and in uh, in energy drinks, and that alone <coughs> dropped me like a pound a day. Yeah, like, that'll yeah. do it for a while. Actually, Especially because like you start. I mean, obviously you won't have to have this problem. I'm. I was like, let's go to Chipotle, and I was like, hold on, let's let's see. I know they have healthy options there, but maybe not be something I want. Well, I told you, breedable. I've had like four of them in like a week, dude. Yeah, so okay, I feel like that's been a, a, a winning strategy for me and you is that we already eat a lot of fast food. Just find out what the healthy options are wherever yeah. you go. Like I said, Chick fil A, 200 calories. I almost got two of them. I was like, oh, fucking 24 nuggets for 400 calories? God <laughs> damn. Like, and I might do that. The problem is with that, though, is uh, Chick fil A sauces, like Drew said, like the uh, one thing a ranch. That's another fat thing. I would go to Wendy's and get their the most calorie dense item they had, and then I would like, give me three ranches. And I'll, I had that I'll for lunch today, it. and it's like the only thing I've eaten today, except for that egg scramble Dad made, uh, which he claimed was healthy. I was like, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just I just listed the ingredients individually, Same. and I was like, okay, that's. I just did a, a half a portion because I told him I was like, whatever your portion is, give me half of it. So I had a, like a eight, a fourth of a potato, a fourth of an egg, and then um, some uh, ch- like chorizo or something like that, yeah. whatever was in there. Uh, but yeah, like Chipotle. The fucking tortilla on the burrito, like, accounts for like three items in the burrito. Yeah, it's, like it's as far bread. as calories are concerned, <laughs> it's literally bread. Yeah. <laughs> so like the I think the the tortilla is like three hundred and fifty calories mm-hmm. just for a tortilla, mm-hmm. and it's like I love tortillas and I love bread and all that, but like, it's it's an empty calorie. The same way monsters are empty calories. Like my mom was like, just don't drink your calories and you'll be you'll lose weight and you can still eat as much as you want and all that. And I'm like, oh, I guess that's smart. But uh, so I got the the bowl or whatever, and it's like just as good because yep. like. I don't know if you've ever seen me. Sometimes the they don't wrap the burritos very well, and I literally just dip the chips in like it's a big dip for the, the bowl. So that and Wava Grill has been fantastic. It's like 600 calories for a whole bowl, and I get really full off that. Mm-hmm. Wava, uh, Wava Grill has been 
a good friend to us in our time. The one up here makes the best steak, though. Like they keep it's not like super tiny, thin, and shredded. All that. it's like pieces that are whole, so that's good. Um, that food's so fun. There's something about their rice, dude. They really kill it on the rice. It's yeah. like super fluffy and like I think they and have that rice sauce maker, is that's yeah. Um, that just at work, like uh, the other day, you're like, I'll come get the. the thing. I was like, I'll just meet him halfway to get those extra steps in there because that's like a hundred steps to go from where we are to like the fence and all that, and mm-hmm. so. Like, I purposely parked farther away now, just doing, like, small things and all that. And I'm like, all right, well, it's all building up seven months from now. And then the best part of the day is when you do, like, a really good job on MyFitnessPal. And it's like, oh, in five weeks, you'll be 10 pounds lighter. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, will, bitch. uh, (laughs) Like, uh, so I started at two... I started doing MyFitnessPal. So my heaviest was 260. And then that was, like, right after Christmas. And I was like, all right. So I stopped eating. That was when, like, uh, Jake was like, let's go get corn dogs. I'm like, nah. Nah. I was still having monsters. I was still eating fast food and all that. But so then I dropped four pounds from just not eating after dark, which is insane that I dropped it that fast. That's how bad my we were to point it, put it in perspective for people. Uh, we were like sitting here, we're watching a movie, and someone's like, "Let's go get uh, freezies from uh, um, Wiener Schnitzel." Like they have the what's the company? The ice cream uh, company? Oh yeah, some. Foster's Freeze. Foster's Freeze, yeah. They're like, all right, cool. So we'd go there and we'd go, like, Robert would get a shake. Me and Jacob would get, like, the Oreo Freezies or the Reese's Freezies or whatever. And that would be that night. But we'd also get a 24 pack of mini corn dogs to go with that, which is also super calorie dense. With Chipotle Ranch sauce, which is super dank. Yeah. Um, and then, like, the next night, we'll get, like, four boxes of pizza. I'd bring over two guys. And then the next night after that, someone would bring Little Caesars. And we'll, or we'd get wings. Or we'd go out to uh, Angus McCurdy's all the time, which I'm sure, I assure you is probably terrible, too. And it's just, I don't know. And I would always feel like a piece of shit while we were doing it, too. So to let everybody know. But uh, I'm finally over, like, soda, I think. I don't crave it at all. Like, I didn't even really like drinking that tonight. It was a Coke Zero. I was like, this is shit. Right. So, love to get there. Someday. I do miss bread, though. Holy shit, I love bread. But you sit there and you look at like I, I, I just searched Chick Fil A and I looked at their items and it was like their chicken sandwich uh, is 650 calories with the bread and without it it's like 200. I'm like Jesus, the bread and the cheese, like that's all. Mm-hmm. So, yep. I don't know. It's, it's like I feel like a little kid who uh, is learning like something obvious. Like I'm <laughs> yeah. in fifth grade starting learning addition. You know right. what I mean? Uh, so, like I was looking it up and the uh, for me the gain weight to get to like 165 you gotta eat like 3500 calories huh? like 2500 calories a day see that i was eating i can tell you i got this fat by probably getting up towards 3700 on some days yeah there there were days where like i said i'd go to work like i'm just paying a picture of a fat day for me i'd go to work start off with a uh, monster in the morning and then i'd eat a, a bagel with cream cheese a blueberry one so that's not healthy for you and then i'd go to my uh, have a water or something like that and then I'd go to my desk come back and get like one of those uh those uh, Reese's peanut butter cookies where it's a peanut butter cookie and in the middle they put a Reese's peanut butter cup which is fire but it's delicious <laughs> it's like the best thing I've ever had but that is 450 calories that's more than an entire bowl with steak and rice and all that and then you'd come <coughs> over, come in and then you're like alright I'm gonna go to the school two hours later come back I'm gonna go get JoJo's and that hot dog's huge it has like shitload of onions on it it's got bacon on it and then I'd have another monster whenever you want to do a cheat day I still haven't tried that place and I'd it's love to go there fucking yeah. great so then, then you'd leave, and then I'd be good until we go home for dinner, and then for dinner, whatever my dad would make, or I would stop at Wendy's on the way home and get their uh, Asiago chicken uh, bacon and ranch and all it's that, which is 
the best thing they have and all that. And then I would get three when they do when they make that fresh, it's so fucking good. So right there, just what I've told everybody. I know this isn't funny or anything like that. We're just uh, talking about it. Uh, that's like four thousand calories. Mm-hmm. Like probably like I wish I had started my fitness pal while I was eating shitty because I think that's the idea is that you're supposed to scare yourself into eating less and all that. Yeah, but. Like I said, I there's just those mornings where like I, you've never been fat, but like as of someone who's who's been fat and I've been fat my most of our lives, uh, if not all of it for me, all my life. You look, there's days where you've you look in fat. the mirror after you get like you get a haircut and you get confident, and then you go home and your shirt's off and you're in the shower and you're just like fuck. <laughs> like I have those moments all the time, and I'm just like shit. Or like you're you're concerned about like your third person peripheral, where like how does someone else perceive me? Like in high school. Uh, this is getting deep into like a fat person's mind. I'm sure if anyone else is overweight that's listening to this, you'll know exactly what I'm talking fat about. Fat stories. Really quickly. You sit down in a chair and you're you're worried about like your shirt going. Dude, underneath. I was just gonna say I was like like the the thing about being fat is you're constantly adjusting your shirt and yes. pulling your shirt out of your fucking man boob pits. Like it sucks. Yeah. So that's why I stopped wearing shirts with words and pictures on them. I just mm-hmm. wear solid color t-shirts now because it's like I don't. It's it's just so awkward when you like people notice. Oh, look at all those folds on that. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know what you mean exactly. So yeah, like you'd sit down and maybe you're, you're like in college, especially too. Like you're like next to like a, an attractive girl who's like wearing yoga pants and, and running shoes and you know like clearly just got back from like a yoga class. You actually want to see those curves? What? <laughs> it's like you actually want to see those curves? Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm constantly pulling my shirt out to make sure that it's not underneath my belly fat and all that, or I don't know. And then you, you're sitting there like, well, I'm fat anyway. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know. So it goes back and forth. Like there's. And Rob knows what I mean too, where you hit rock bottom on your, you're like, whatever, I don't, I'm already fat, I'm just gonna eat this sandwich. Yeah, so, I've had a lot of moments where I'm again, like, I, I don't know, know this shit. isn't funny and this isn't like entertaining and all that, but uh, this is no, but shit. this is the uh, New Year, New New, new You podcast. cast, like New New Bros podcast, <laughs> new, new New Year, New podcast, Thin Bros, Thin Bros podcast. So yeah, I don't know. Uh, Small thing. I, I, everyone was like, "Gotta do it small." And I'm like, I feel like I am. And then I realized after I started having fucking withdrawals and night sweats and all that from not having sugar and caffeine. Yep, I did it the wrong way. Well, even Kevin Smith pain. talked about that. Remember when he, when he, he's like, he quit all sugar all at he once. Was saying he was using the word bereft, which like no one uses. Yeah, and he was like, like he was, he said he's like, I felt like emotionally destroyed. Like there, and it's like I, that's what happened when I quit monsters. Like yeah, sugar is literally the same thing as cocaine. Yeah, like, it's, it, it's like you're like, what the fuck is wrong with me for like a good three days at least yeah, yeah like i was it was it's like when you if anyone's ever experienced depression you get this feeling of like i don't want to be at home right now i'm fucking so bored there's nothing that he, that i can do right now that will entertain me and kind of keep my mind off things so i'm gonna go out and then as soon as you leave the house you're like fuck i want to go home really bad because there's nothing out here that would make inter- you know what i'm saying right. yeah i'm sure people whether it's heartbreak or depression uh or anything like stress Someone's gone through that and they know what I'm talking about. That's what I felt like for three days, but it was because of food and how shitty my diet was. Yeah, which then, it, which then kind of like doubles back on itself. It makes you feel depressed again because you're like, this is how I was I so dependent on food that it was an emotional experience to like try and not eat as much of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This I, I know what you the mean. podcast that always talks about movies or food. Yeah. So, I mean, one day I'll have to quit movies and... <laughs> <laughs> No, and that's what I was saying earlier on the podcast is like I have this weird thing where I don't get too emotional in in my real life, but when it comes to movies, I become like a child. Yeah, like, I don't like I don't cry ever in real life, but when movies like, like yeah, it would even if they're not that sad, I'll be like, oh no, here it goes. Yeah, like, like today, the power of storytelling. <laughs> today the the movie had like a not like a crazy happy ending, but it was like kind of like a we did it ending. 
Yeah. I was like almost in tears. And like the only reason I didn't cry was like there's an old man right next to me and I feel like he was in World War II and he probably doesn't <laughs> want to see like, a millennial pussy. cry. He's like, I saw singing in the rain in theaters, you fuck. <laughs> yeah, or he's like, <laughs> I, I was on the am fucking 16 beach. going on. Like he was probably 16 going on 17 <laughs> when, when that came out. So, um, yeah. But no, uh, one's quick sidebar on the whole end. I literally looked down at one point and looked across the uh, like all the aisles. There's a bunch of old people. Smiles on everybody's faces. There was a lot of old people up in the front, like right up under the and screen. I feel like this movie, uh, again, we already talked about it in, at length, but uh, it's kind of like our new Star Wars for a little bit. Um, <laughs> it was really fun to see that in theaters, I think. Yeah, I also, I, I texted you, I was like, I'm glad we saw that in the movie theater because I feel like I wouldn't I have given it my... To, I was like, I'm just going to wait because we need to talk about this on the podcast. I wouldn't have paid like full attention if it was on my computer or something. I'd have been like, or oh yeah, it was a good. Break, which would definitely remove yeah, the experience. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Like, that's... Yeah, I looked over, like, the, the, all these old people were just tapping their feet and stuff like that because <laughs> it was really jet. It was like, like that kind of thing. If you like Whiplash, like the music in that, it's a musical with that music in the background. So much so that I was like, this is a really catchy theme for this movie. But it's not and really like, necessarily what I'd say in call an old person's movie. It's like it's wholesome, I guess, on some level, but it's got like it's, it's sharp. A date it's got movie, like though, for sure. Yeah, it's very if funny. If you have a girlfriend that likes like musicals, take her to see that. She probably hasn't heard of it because most people haven't. Uh, it's getting a lot of buzz now. Yeah, I feel like, like it's a lot of word of mouth. I've, I've been hearing about it a lot to lately. To be fair, uh, I, we had to buy tickets like three days after we wanted to go because they were all sold yeah, out. Yeah, that's weird. And I think it's because it's like a, a smaller version of Inception where everybody's like, this movie's great. Like, so, well, people also love uh, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling, so... True. Like, after that, I was like, I need to see something else with Ryan Gosling in it. Like, so I went home and I was like, what else am I going to watch? I kind of want to watch, like, Gangster Squad again. We need to rewatch. Like, well, also, doesn't it also have uh, her in it? And they also go to the Griffith Observatory in that movie? Yeah. So... So, yes. Uh, yeah, and he's also a really good singer. I mean, I already knew because of Dead Man's Bones, but, like... He has a kind of, like... I mean, it's the classic, like, low like a, vo- a voice. Frank Sinatra a little bit? Yeah, it's a, but it's, a, it's like kind a of D-Mart, unique. Not Frank Sinatra. Like, uh... Where he does like I, the, I just agreed whatever you said, I guess. Like the, kind of a deeper... Like, like kind of. Yeah. And uh, again, just watch that movie. Also, I, I can't remember if we said this on the podcast or not, but like when you got up to shit, you missed some good stuff. Oh, what did I miss? Um, basically... Uh, he she's back at her coffee job and he goes in to visit her and then like she starts telling him about uh, her aunt and how she would come visit her and like they would act out movies together and stuff and then mm-hmm. it's just them walking on like a Hollywood backlot set and like they go past where they're like filming a a, a movie and they're all like whispering and stuff because you can't talk out loud when they're filming and shit mm-hmm. just a lot of like because you were gone for like a good 10 minutes or something well here's what happened <laughs> uh, for my grandkids I had to take a shit really bad <laughs> much like during this podcast uh, and I think it's because of my body's getting rid of all the the bad toxins. I don't know, whatever. Uh, the first uh, bathroom I went to, which was right next to the, our theater, was full. So I was like, all right, well I'm not gonna wait. So I had to go to the other one, and that one was full. And then I had to find like a mother child bathroom. Oh no! So that was fun. Which right. you like, if you ever go in there, it's like I know I'm just a single person by by himself, but I'm like not a mother or a child. I need to share. So yeah. Yeah, I've had insanely bad luck with movie theaters right now. Like, Warcraft. Uh, Warcraft <laughs> was a hell of an experience. What was, it was Warcraft. Um, what was the other one? Independence Day. Independence Day, and then we saw Batman <coughs> v Superman. Yeah. Uh, Civil War, which like only Spider Man was cool. I hung um, out with Batman Amy cool. and Michelle the other day, and she said she liked that movie, and I was which just one? like, uh, Batman versus Superman, Ooh. and I was just like, dude, I don't know how. It's just it's indefensible. Yeah, so that even with the four hour cut, still no. Um, then we saw what was it? 
oh, Allied, terrible movie experience. That movie's yeah, great. Yeah, great uh, movie, though. And then... Just barely didn't make my cut because there were so many good movies this year on the top 16 list. What was the one we just saw? Oh, fucking uh, Rogue One. Worst yeah. movie theater experience of my life. I honestly don't want to watch that movie again. I normally would be like, let's go see it again. I saw uh, episode seven three times in theaters, so... Like, I don't know, dude. I, I saw me and Jimmy saw World War Z one time, and the the entire audience just talked through the whole movie. It was insane. Yeah, but that's the difference. Is Rogue One's at least a decent movie. Yeah. Or also when me and I think we talked about this in the podcast when it happened. When me and Drew saw The Boy, like another <laughs> like when Jimmy was there too, I think uh, I had to go get. It was the only time I've ever had to go tell someone come in here and tell them to shut the fuck up because they won't stop talking. And this guy stood in the theater for like the whole movie and just stood behind this one group of, of kids and con- like constantly was like tapping on their shoulders, telling them to be quiet. Or tell him to put their phones away and shit. It's like, dude. And I came out and was like, dude, I'm sorry you had to babysit. And he was like, no, it's cool. I get to watch the movie, so. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I wait like a week or two after movies come out, just so I know. the. Yeah, I I mean. Sometimes we can't, especially now that we're Yeah, I know that sounds dumb, but it's like like when you have money burning a hole in your pocket, whatever the movie equivalent of that is, where I'm like, I can't stand knowing that it's out there and I haven't seen it yet. Especially now that, like, uh, you more so than me, but, like, I'm getting really into Letterboxd where – I like to have that because if you like to get more followers on there, especially uh, they look for people to get those early reviews in and those are the people that get follows and stuff like that. And then, so it's one of those things where like, if you're not talking about a movie right when it comes out, you're probably not a part of the conversation. Pretty much. That's really what it is. Is like, I just, I want to be one of those people. It's like, did you see the office last night or the new sunny or, you know what I mean? Yeah. that's why, again, I'd love to, we need to get some, like, journalism credentials so that we can start going to uh, film festivals and, and conventions and stuff to see early movie stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. One 2017 thing. goals. Uh, one final thing I want to talk about. Uh, you sent me, like, a list of movie podcasts. Uh-huh. They were all, like, super specific podcasts. Like, yeah. None of them were, like, let's talk about movies in general, like what we just did. And yeah. Then none of them were, like, it was all, like, let's review the same. Like, one that was, like, I want to listen to that kind of was, let's review the same movie every every week for a year. Really? Yeah, there was one on the. I was, didn't. Oh, I didn't read that. That's was, a brilliant idea. Uh, I, let me see if I can pull it up. There was. It was something uh, they were like they review a shitty movie every day for or every week for an entire year, and like it's the same four guys and they come on and they they rewatch it once a week. Have they done it? It's a seasonal thing, so like yeah. They, but have they done a full fifty-two episodes yet, or like maybe it's twelve episodes? I'm not sure. Hold on, let me see. If I can oh, so it'd be once a month. Um, that's that's very interesting. Yeah, that's an interesting idea. I feel like we need to steal that. <laughs> Or come up with something I, as good. I would come up with the argument, why would you want to subject yourself to a terrible movie? That's also fair, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I th- was, at first I thought it was going to be like a good movie, like fucking watch like The Godfather or something and see what you catch every week. Right. I've been uh, re-watching the Harry Potter movies Ooh, over... Uh, we just watched the second one. Uh I feel like it was better than the first, but it's still like the whole Dobby thing didn't like doesn't hold up really. Like his the CGI is really bad on that. Yeah. And like I forgot that's the one where it just kind of ends. Like it doesn't like there was a lot of stuff from the book that didn't make it into that one, I think. Yeah. And then I never seen the third one, but I've heard it's the best because it's directed by Alfonso Cuaron, who did Gravity and, and a bunch of other things that are popular. I think he did Children of Men too, right? Yes. Yeah. So, which I also haven't seen. <laughs> I saw Gravity though. No, that's like one of those. I have that on the, my list of shame on Letterbox, like movies that it's like everybody talks about, but I haven't seen yet. Okay, so it says the worst idea of all time is the name of the podcast, and it's two comedians review the same terrible <coughs> movie every week for a year. The first, the first season was uh, Grown Ups Two. Oh God, Christ, dude! And the season, uh, and this season is Sex in the City Two. Oh God, Jesus Christ! 
I kind of want to watch. That <laughs> sounds great. Did you do episodes of Grown Ups too? Like, I, I got to <laughs> wonder, by the time you're like 20 episodes in, do you just go, oh, God, I just hate this movie. Like, uh, I, it's probably like a two-hour podcast, too. Like, <laughs> I'd assume that they, like, Eventually, one of them will come around to like it, I imagine. That's yeah. probably what's going to happen. Well, like, or like 20 like, weeks in, they're just like, oh, yeah, I got fucking drunk and I just fell asleep. Well, like, Sex and the City, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, I hate, uh, insert one of their names. She's such a bitch. Like, uh, yeah, I feel like if you're watching one of those so often, you're going to start, like, noticing characters and stuff. You're like, here's why this this character is the worst. Like, uh, that, that's going to be interesting to check out. Yeah, especially since you could be like, this is bad dialogue right here. Like, they'll just, it'll become very... I think it becomes evident, like, second viewing, but, like, around 51, like, you're like, oh, my God. Oh, Christ. I remember I watched the, I rented the first uh, Grown Ups movie from Redbox. I was like, oh, that sounds like it could be funny. And, like, it's just, it's weird sometimes. I've made a couple bad. I saw it in theaters. Really? I don't know who I was with. I don't know if it was, like, a date situation or something, but I saw it with a, a group of people, and I was... I don't. And it was no one that we hang out with now came, and it was no one like in a part of our group of friends. So I don't know how I went. Sounds like a nightmare. But the nightmare, <laughs> nightmare. I'm sitting there the whole time. I was like, I love all of these actors, but I hate this movie. That was a real turning point for me, where I'm like, oh, I guess Adam Sandler is bad. Like I used to defend him a lot, and it's like, oh no, he's gotten really bad. Funny people is when I was like, oh, he's like, he's. Funny he's people could have been a good movie. It was so close. That if, movie just dragged. Yeah, it, dude. What is it? Two two hours and forty. There's some. Minutes? There's a great moment talking about crying at movies. There's a great moment where Seth Rogen plays the fucking uh, Bob Marley song for him, and like that. And then there's a couple. There's a handful of good moments in that movie. Like the first. Like the first <clears throat> third of that movie is actually really good. Yeah, like, it's really funny. All the Seth Rogen like, stuff. <laughs> Like right at the end, just fucking tapers off. Yeah, like when he stretch. when he goes to her house and the kids are there, like what a like what a superfluous, just like gratuitous, just everything about that. You're like, I don't need this part of this movie. Yeah, I just don't need it. Like it's so stupid. He's like, <laughs> what? It's like a completely superfluous bottle of cough syrup. It's like I almost bucks. bought it. Six bucks. I didn't even have a cough. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> That that guy's videos are awesome. Yeah, shout out to your your movie sucks. We watched I the Strangers the... one, which is one of my favorites. Yeah, because it's like, oh my god, there's a bang at the door. Like, <laughs> oh no, there's a bang at the door. <laughs> I also love that movie though. So, dude, I can't. Okay, so I haven't watched the Looper one because I really like Looper. I, yeah, and I, I haven't watched. Um, <clears throat> there's another one that I was like for a movie I really like. I'm like, I can't. Well, do the first one I, know, I ever saw I by him was it. a Toy Story three one, and he completely tears it apart, and it made me change my opinion on Toy Story three. So I was like, okay, this guy's which smart. Is some people's favorite. It. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed Toy Story three. I haven't seen it, so it's the movie. Yeah, it's worth watching. I mean, watch or just watch this guy's review of it. I guess I I don't know that I can go see like kids movies in theaters anymore. Why? Because I'm afraid of bad movie experiences. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, dude. Like, I've seen a couple. Like, cause me and Jimmy used to go. Like, we saw Coraline, <laughs> and then like I'm trying to think. Like, oh, we saw um, what was the one, the Inside Out, and that was mostly adults. Oh, okay. That was weird. Like, I feel like... That's, like, the one I would least want to see, though. Inside Out was really good, dude. I cried at that. I was crying hard see, at that movie. <laughs> I was also I, very medicated, so... I, also just, I don't know. The, the premise doesn't really sell me. Like, Moana, I was really excited about. And then I was like, this is great. And then I, the more, I'm like, that was so short, and it wasn't good. I'm telling like, you, dude, Zootopia That's what is I heard. A, I honestly... I didn't know what time you were going over. It's an uplifting movie. I was late. I was going to watch that here, because I know it's on Netflix. Oh, shit. Let's talk about Sing Street real quick. Oh, yeah. I mean, we talked about it a little bit. Uh, uh, we mentioned it. But we didn't talk about it. Uh, that movie made me cry, especially if Dan was like dedicated to brothers everywhere. I was like, oh shit, it's not even about the love story. It's literally about like his relationship with his family and his brothers. Like, yeah, well, also because he, uh, you're, they call you brother or whatever when you go to Catholic school, right? Yeah. Or it's brother, some brother Parsons or something was the guy's name. So, <clears throat> a little, little bit of a 
Well, no, double that, entendre. You're talking about like the the teachers, right? Yeah. Yeah, but that's not what he meant. Just, just I mean, it's a little bit of a. Word, I'm pretty sure play. he meant the bands and the. I'm sure he brother. meant both. Like, why would he mean the father? I don't know. I just thought it was the father. The son, I thought I thought it was like a joke. The fucking Catholic people in that movie. That I know. Nothing. I thought that was the joke. I thought it was like everyone? for both. No. Yeah. I also thought it was cool they printed out all the photos and all that. We'll talk about that next episode though. But like, because I want Jacob, Jordan, and Bryce to watch it. I almost put it on the other night when you were coming over, but I didn't know if you were coming over to record. And then you got here at like 11:30. So yeah, sorry. I'd be down to watch that uh, here. Like, it's a good movie. I'd love to see it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. It's also it's like it's it's really funny. It's like it's like charming. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like you start watching, and you're like, oh, this is a good movie. Yeah. It's like when I say I cried out, I mean like I, like happy cry. Like the same thing with La La Land. It was a happiness. It has a really like uh, it has like a really positive seeming ending. Yeah. But it's kind of left up to what you're... Well, the movie's also just really positive. It's like, like we're in a shitty situation, but let's have some fun kind yeah. of thing. So, but uh, in small updates. We're uh, working on Patreon. We're going to get that going pretty soon. Me and Rob have a, something in the bag that we're working on. And, uh, and we talked a little bit about uh, side podcasts we're trying to do. Yeah, which will be like a seasonal thing. I don't think it'll be once Yeah, I'm shooting for something that's more like... Once uh, a week would be when we have... Maybe once or twice a month. jobs and we can actually focus on Yeah. Them. Because so, I want to do like some actual researching and, and script this out. Also, just anyone who's a fan, I would love if you'd become a Patreon or a patron, which is you go to Patreon and pay us monthly for our thing. One dollar to whatever you feel like paying. But I sit there and daydream about the day where I can go, here's my two weeks. Yeah, same. And then they go, well, what are you going to do? I'm living my dreams, bitch. Like, <laughs> Entertain, motherfuckers. And like those two weeks are like going to be the most slacky weeks of my entire life. That's- dude. Where I'm just like, oh, sorry, dude. I didn't know there was a catering tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to bill me. You're just going to give me that one, the next one for free, right? Ah, dude, I'm out of here next week. Like, so. Oh, I don't know about that. That's yeah. interesting. It's an interesting theory. Uh. <laughs> so uh, I sit there constantly. That that's that's where the drive comes from. I think and you should. Have yeah, it too. quitting your shitty day job. So God bless that idea. That's the American we're dream. We're working on getting a camera. We're going to do some. Uh, some reaction videos, some uh, review videos, some. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, we're we've been talking about like trying to do some of those like where it's like uh, don't s- smile or or don't grin or laugh or whatever. It's but like, it's try like not to laugh videos. We'll, we'll we'll watch like it's kind of like a game where even when we could edit in, we'll be like Robert's points, Willie's points, Bryce's, Jacob's, Jordan, that kind of thing. I kind of want to do that, but then it's like I see other people doing it on YouTube and it seems lame. So I don't know. I mean, we'll talk. We'll try and like figure out a way to do well, that I without think the, the 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 hook for that would be like it's hard to make us laugh. Because realistically, when we watch those videos, it's a lot of like three or four minutes before something really gets somebody. Yeah. And when it does, I feel like it's probably would get anybody. So right. it's also there's this weird like thing about we all we all know what like what certain jokes make each other laugh. So we all like look to certain people like oh here it comes. And like, that's what yeah like Jacob will like give me this smirk. He's like huh? <laughs> you know, laugh at that? And I'm like <laughs> so yes, uh, that kind of stuff. Um, Movie reviews via video. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we could live stream our podcast to Twitch and Facebook at the same time when we record. So you can see how ugly we are all over. Yeah. Which, again... How this relaxed is, this, this motherfucker is. This is where is. The, uh, the diet comes into play. So sure, yeah. Maybe I'll get rid of that neck fat. Same. Which I don't have much of, but when I... Well, I, I got enough to spare, so... But anyway, thanks for listening. We'll... Uh, have a week. Bye, I love you. Wait, <laughs> I can't steal that. What what are, Costco, I love you. Eat, in, eat your burrito, is that is that one? What are we going to call this one? Um... Podcast land. I'll take it. Or uh, new year, new new podcast. New beer. Uh, I'm not gonna stop recording until we come up with the name. S- write your suggestions into Best Bros Podcast. Care of Bryce Walker. <laughs> Just get all our mail here at the garage. Uh, PO box. Bryce's truck. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, <laughs> always. Oh, okay. He's like, if you're in my room, you're always recorded. Because uh, I was going to say, within the next few months, we should have an actual studio, dedicated studio. That's going to be lit. Hopefully. Yeah, for sure. We gotta, dude, we're going to, the album's going to drop soon after. <laughs> the most fire album shout out to Jack. I haven't given him a shout out in a long time. Shout awesome out. dude. We still talk. Uh, shout outs to Joel. He's a great little brother. He's a, he's probably gonna be our video editor when we get one. He knows what he's doing around videos. Yeah, he's. I feel like he's secretly training himself. He's like, I know. With Call of Duty like montages and shit <laughs> like that. I know where the puck's going. <laughs> so okay, so uh, before before he recording, <laughs> he was just showing me some of the montages that he like edited, and it's either him or his friends doing it. And I'm like, where you like spin around, jump off a post, and then you shoot your gun at the last second and kill someone. I'm like, okay, that's cool and all, but like. The person had to stand still, and you had to set it up, and how many times did it take you to do that? And also, it's so many things that I can't concentrate, so it becomes unimpressive and uninteresting to me. Yeah. Well, he's literally framing the shot. Like, he's actually, like, being a director. Like, yeah. Think but I'm also it. like, come on, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> Just be a skilled player. Like, I don't know. I guess it does take skill. Love you, bye.